This is episode 64.5 or 65 of Ronin Geek Official Podcast, depending on how you want to count this. So it's an incremental episode. It's coming out sort of in between. So we got a lot of things going on in our personal lives. So we decided to record this uh, on the same day at the tail end of the previous episode, proper episode 64. So what we do have today for spooky topics, we are going to cover the five spookiest videos on YouTube, and I'll link these all in the comments so you can go scrolling down and take a look at the videos as we go through the different topics to kind of take a look. So I do have a little bit of backstory in each one, so we'll walk through one by one in no particular order, except what's the last one? I was going to make sure it's not the least exciting one. No, it's the one that involves Windsor, where we are from, so I think that's a good one to end on. Oh, you're talking about the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, with the thing with the stuff. So do you guys, yourselves, do you have any spooky videos on YouTube that you really like or things that maybe I didn't include in the notes? <laughs> I think, well, there, there is actually one that I kind of like. Yeah? Yeah. And know that I'm, I, you guys have heard me, Rob and I have argued over it. I'm not a huge conspiracy or believer in supernatural or anything like that. But there's one video that is interesting because as far as I'm aware, no one has solved it. So on 4chan, how many years ago? 2013 oh God. or two, something like that. Okay. On 4chan. Slenderman. Someone, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. Some, <laughs> someone posted a sort of message with a video. I don't remember exactly how it started. A group called 3301 or 103. Oh, I love this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, continue. And I don't think I actually know this one. Oh, uh, long story. I do suggest that. I, I'm not going to do as good of a job or explaining it. Or maybe I just don't remember it. Go on. <laughs> they have better videos of it online explaining the whole story as you go okay. through it. And it sort of led into a crypto cryptography discovery detective work um, path. And the idea is they put out a, a challenge mm-hmm. of cryptography. Okay. And you solved that. And it led you to the next challenge. Oh. And a whole bunch of people joined in. And it led you. To but it's all it's all technology based, though, it's right? All it's technology a, yeah, yeah, yeah. All technology. I love these kind of things. Okay. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Exactly. I know. I, yeah, you would. Yeah. And so it kind of just led down this whole path. And long story short, is they were looking for people that could solve the mysteries. Oh. That could solve these. Yeah. So this, this is the thing. This whole community popped up around this, right? So hundreds or even thousands of people communicating on Reddit and 4chan yeah, about yeah, this, all talking thousands. about it. Yeah. And then, so they're all following the clues together, so- solving them together. But the thing is, I don't know if there was like uh, people who kind of splintered off or who maybe were working on a particular clue before the rest of the group. But there were people who, you know, claimed to be on the final step and then they were just never heard from again. Again, ever. Right? So it's just interesting that like maybe these people eventually did did get recruited by some government somewhere or some yeah. shadow organization to do some work for him or something. It's it's really bizarre. So no one's sure who put out these. It was a group called yeah. Cicada 3301. Yeah, Cicada 3301, yeah. Yeah, that was the group that put it out. Okay, I do know. And what the cicada itself that. was even like a clue, like the way, like yeah. some, something to do with the the, the design of yes, it or something. I like, the it, was, it was crazy. But yeah, it led into this whole thing. And the people who supposedly the last people say, "Hey, we're on the last step." We they wanted to be the first ones to go find the last step. Yeah. So they yeah, didn't yeah. give out the answers of the final step yeah. until they were going to go look at it, and they just weren't heard from. Everything yeah. went fucking silent. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Radar dark. So I think the first the first clue had something to do with a Fibonacci sequence. Did, did so people, if sorry, it. Outside of that, though, did people actually finish it? No. Well, not publicly. Yeah, not publicly. No. So nobody even got together at the end, pulled it all together, and tried to nope. solve it. Even no, nobody. Solved it since then. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what happened. No one knows the, what the final answer was. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's why it's like okay, were these people? The question is, were the people who supposedly found the final answer at the end? part of the people who posted it originally trying yeah, to build a then, thing then, or was this maybe a secret organization trying to recruit people for a certain job 
Nobody actually knows. It's not one of those things where... I've always loved that, by the way, where certain things are out there to be difficult just to find people to solve something else. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's cool. It's a yeah. great idea. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know the whole story behind it. What it better is. way to recruit than to test their skills yeah. Yeah. And, and their curiosity, right? Because yeah. if, if they're curious, then they're going to do really good work for you, didn't, too. Didn't Stargate Atlantis do that? Probably. At the beginning of their thing, they recruited one of the players from like an MMO because he was able to these solve people, something. These people got recruited for Stargate. Well, it's no, no, not too dissimilar <laughs> from the story of yeah. uh, Ready Player One and shit like that. It's kind of how... Well, I don't know if that's a good... Yeah, you put a bunch of Easter egg tests for people. You drive okay. backwards. Yeah, you yeah, drive yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you drive yeah. backwards. You drive backwards, uh, man. So, oh. yeah. But <laughs> I, that's probably... I think that's my favorite... I, I, I know of a lot of them. Yeah. But that's my favorite... Um, online. I'm a nerd, so I like the yeah, technology yeah. aspect of it. Right. And I love the crypt. I love cryptography. So. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, Security 331 is a good one. Anything you can think of offhand, Rob? No, I was just thinking of there's a Reddit thing about talking about like, um, I can't remember what the hell it was called. They were talking about like flesh consoles and stuff like that. It was like alternate version of Earth. <laughs> and they kept talking about like, but like, it was really disjointed. But there's somebody who pulled together all the posts and you can read them. And it was like, they were talking about this like system that they were building and, like, how they were commenting on different things going on in the world. But, like, everything they commented on, there were skewed information where it was, like, this doesn't line up. It was just up. slightly different. It was slightly different. Sounds like Mandela effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but so they were, like, posting the, from a world in which it's all different from ours. Yeah. But there's, like, a lot of things like the CIA and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. there's organizations that you know of. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, it was uh, it was really neat. Weird. But like, What was that on? Reddit? Or? Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still up there. It's up okay. there somewhere. I, I got to go check find it out. It. Um, I can't remember what the hell it was called anymore. Yeah, because I'm obsessed with Mandela effects. I've been Mandela affected. I don't know if yeah. you know that or not. Oh, yeah? I distinctly remember the GM building across the river having a circle in the middle. So the the main tower is yeah. circular, which yeah. it, it still is. Yeah. And I swear, I swear to high heavens, any god you want to name. So I remember the individual buildings around it also being round. It's just four buildings that dot around it. But they're not actually round. They're actually octagonal in shape. Really? So, yeah. They have... They what? Have, they're, they're square-shaped, and they have flattened corners. So it's almost like they're in the shape of an octagon. What? I mean, th- I don't have a specific memory of them being circular. I just always thought they were just circular. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Huh. They're yeah. not? I swear to fucking God, I've been Mandela affected. Now, it's weird, because I posted this on Facebook not terribly long ago, and actually, uh, one of my brothers-in-law, somebody you guys probably know, uh, actually answered what it distinctly is, because he's an engineer and he knows these yeah. things, uh, and he sees the building every day because his office overlooks you the Detroit oh, yeah, River yeah. And, and, and the skyline. So, But yeah, I swear to God, I've been Mandela affected. I, so. I never... Cool. I always I, thought it was circular. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not one of those things where I have a deep memory of, you know, no, I know no, it's no. circular. I've never looked at them close up, but yeah. from here, they look circular. Yeah. And that's the only thing I've ever thought of that I thought I got Mandela affected by. So Mandela effect, of course, is something that's changed in our reality from the way we remember it, which could be that thing coming into existence from a from parallel universe or us stepping into a parallel universe. Yeah. So we could be a bunch of people all roaming this earth from different parallel universes. Right. Who knows? Who knows? That's the beautiful thing about Mandela effects. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's cool. One. Uh, that's cool I one. loved how uh, that was played up a lot in, uh, what was it? Fringe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one? Fringe. Oh, yeah. Fringe. Yep. Yeah, they were all about that. Yeah. So anyway, the first video, and again, guys, these are YouTube videos. Anything can be doctored. I get it. So don't ruin the fun, though. This is spooky stuff. Oh, man. Mysterious stuff. Hate. You should not have told me to do this. No, but there, there's... A, well, you're welcome to, but there's a couple <laughs> There's a couple things in here, though, that have actually been... That, that are actually true. 
So, and, and, and you'll know why very soon. So the first one I'll talk about that may or may not be true is actually the floating city over China. And again, I'll link this in the show notes. You can go and look it up. So, um, I love this one. Cause as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know what this is. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they explain it in the it, video itself. No, I knew it. Like I knew it from like, as soon as they said what it was, I'm like floating city over China. I'm like the only thing that that could possibly be district nine. Yeah. Aside, aside from that, it's dollar on <laughs> or aside from that. Is, is this effect. So go ahead, but go on. Yeah, yeah. So basically in October 2016, multiple residents of Zhangqi and Foshan in China's Guangdong province reported seeing an apparition of a city floating in the sky. A video of the event did surface uh, at that time, which I've linked in the show notes for everyone to see. This is being referred to and possibly incorrectly so as a so-called Fata Morgana optical illusion or an optical illusion caused by the rapid rising of heat similar to a mirage. When you see uh, sort of the moisture rising off of a hot road and it looks like a mirror yeah. ahead of you, right? If anybody's ever driven down a road like that. <laughs> Everybody has. Well, I don't know. Somebody living out in you know, Siberia or something. I don't know what goes on out there. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the road can still heat even though it's cold up there, guys. <laughs> but we have in like... Fact, in fact, it's probably more likely there because the road being darker would absorb more heat. Yeah. Interesting factoid. Uh, people who listen from Russia, I think it's called the Russian Federation when it shows up in like our listens. Yeah? Yeah. Weird thing, yeah. So anyway, moving on. So yeah, it may or may not actually be a Fata Morgana by definition. However, the city doesn't represent the skyline of any known city, and the buildings even look somewhat futuristic. So it's really interesting. They they took this and they cross-referenced it with every skyline of every major city in the world and could not find one uh, that it appeared to be like. It's because what they're, what they're missing is a robot that needs to go up the chain and take down the organization from the top named Alita. <laughs> They're missing a Hugo. They're missing a Hugo. Oh, man. Maybe it was a viral campaign three years ago for Battle Angel Alita. <laughs> if that was actually a thing, that would be impressive, but it's not, so it makes me sense. I thought for sure it was a viral marketing campaign, so I tried to find out what it was a viral marketing campaign for, and I couldn't find it, so I, I tried. anybody will ever beat War of the Worlds viral marketing campaign back in the day when they did it on radio. That was just them doing the reading. You're talking about the one from the 40s or the one when the, the movie actually reading? came out? Yeah, the re- no, the back, back, yeah, in the 40s. Oh, yeah, no, that radio. was that was an accident. <laughs> no, I know that. That oh, was, yeah, yeah. But radio still, radio. it was awesome, though. Oh, it was awesome, absolutely. So, now, here's the interesting thing about the video. Um, the short video could have been produced with widely available video editing tools, obviously, uh, and since 2016, there are even phone apps that have come out that can replicate a similar video. I've seen people do it online. Yeah. However, there's no original video posted anywhere on YouTube. There's only descriptions of the video and then cuts of the video inside of like CNN. So it's not like somebody posted this thing on YouTube and got 100 million hits. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing about it, which tells me that it could be something. Who knows if it is or not. So, but it's just interesting to me that here's a video that became very popular with the news maybe, and nobody. Maybe the video made. is from somewhere else. And this is what China wants to do with Hong Kong. Once float they've it. Taken over. They're just going to float it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You guys can't be over there. You're doing too much fucking shit. We're moving you. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's Shala from Chrono Trigger. Oh. <laughs> With the cool bell music. Ding dong. Ding you know, ding no, dong. you know what it is? It's Rob's Army and Risk Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> he is like, he loves to choose. Floating over China. There's a there's a race where your main capital can literally just move. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. It's yeah. probably an ad for risk. Yeah. Um, so by the way, has that been played more yet? No, no, no. 
So other theories range from an actual floating city that travels the world obscured by weather events, think like Bioshock Infinite, or even uh, a tear in the fabric of reality that temporarily revealed a glimpse into a parallel dimension. Hmm. You see, that scares the shit out of me. It's interesting. So, and it's actually gone on a little bit longer. So, two other widely reported events that are similar have happened in China since 2016. And in the most recent one, you can even glimpse uh, another skyline of a building closer to the horizon over the water, which leans toward uh, this being an optical illusion. But it actually has witnesses of the event stating you can even see people walking around inside the buildings in the apparition. And they're adamant. So They're adamant. Part of the reason I, I don't want to believe... They probably believe it, though. Yeah, part of the reason I don't want to believe in Supernatural, like I can't, is because... It, let's just take this floating city idea yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah. And let's just think of the human ingenuity and the human intelligence. I'm going to assume we're not that intelligent. And let's immediately take it to the moment Paul got a floating city in Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, keep going. His decision was to get his revenge... By taking this floating city's power, technology, floating it over another city, and then coincidentally turning off the floating ability. Yeah. And then just letting it slam fucking down. Yeah. And then lift it back up again. <laughs> yeah. And he basically turned a giant hammer into it. I, I don't really want that to be a thing, because I don't want to suddenly come out of my house and go, holy shit, there's a floating city. Holy, oh, it's fuck, it's closer. falling. Yeah. Holy fuck. There's, there's one other option, you know. It's Sokovia. That's the other one I was thinking <laughs> of. Is, oh, shit, Ultron's here. <laughs> Ultron's back. So yeah, the age, the but... 27 hours of Ultron. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a teleporting dimensional floating city that could crush me without me even understanding what the fuck just happened. Well, thankfully, the Chinese survived, so they're good. So, so I've got a really cool story. Remind me after this podcast. I'm not saying on the podcast. I'm legitimately writing this uh, about something like this. Just remind me to talk to you about it. That's cool. really cool. <laughs> so the next video up here, and, and again, a, a lot of the videos on here could be, you know, it's, it's conjecture, it could be faked, it could be whatever. Here's one that is actually legitimately true, and this just came out in September that it's actually legitimately true. I should true. finish real quickly with the other one. Oh, yeah. We all believe that it's it's Mirage, right? Yeah, if I don't run out of a that one's there, it's some me. kind of Mirage. But you got to go, like, when you're looking at the buildings, there's one that has, like, this weird... I don't know if it's like a window or a structure built into the side of it that, that it's just, I don't even know what it is. You know, Probably it's just interesting. something behind it that's then being cut slightly out of the effect and then you Probably. see prominent. Probably. Um, so. Though, don't get me wrong. All this stuff, I can explain almost all of these videos pretty much. The one There's thing one of them I can't. Oh, good. I'll be, I'll be happy to uh, figure that one out with you uh, because maybe it might have been the one I didn't get to. But the one thing, though about this is that all the time it's like i'm like man i really wish like is the whole i want to believe i know i know but the but i'm definitely siding with fox moeller yeah Yeah, like definitely the thing is like i always want to (laughs) i want the to be something extraordinary in my lifetime outside of the already extraordinary things that we do oh totally but well and you have to you have to look at some of the things that have happened are basically like sci-fi. Look at like the particle accelerator and things like that, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. discoveries we've made about neutrinos, you know, disappearing from one place while simultaneously appearing in another, yes. you know, uh, hundreds of miles away. But this I want happens. It, <laughs> I want it. I want it to be that shock factor that comes with these cinematic things that we see on the screen, dude. Or even even like the base, like the basest element of particle physics. Do you know? Do you know what the driving sort of uh, conundrum is in particle physics? Mm-hmm. The double slit experiment. 
No, no. So, okay, this doesn't preface anything, but the double slit experiment, so they take like uh, like uh, guns that fire like single electrons, for yeah. instance, right? and uh, Or single photons in some cases. And what we know about these particles is that they travel in waves, right? Just yeah. like everything, light waves, sound waves, everything travels in waves. So what they do is they have a piece of cardboard ostensibly, and if you shine a, a bright light at a piece of cardboard with two slits in it, you get a diffusion pattern if on the wall behind it. Right, okay. so just because of the way light travels in waves, right? Water does the same thing if you put that's right a slit in a, like a pool yeah. and send waves. That's right, it does the same thing. Okay. That's totally right. Yep. So and that created, it creates wave. a diffusion pattern. So what happens then is they're trying to make a determination of like uh, how these individual particles behave. So what they do is they set up two guns to intermittently fire through each one of these holes in a double slit experiment. Yeah. And what they find is if they're not paying attention to it and they just sort of let it run its course, they'll fire one particle at a time alternatingly through each one of the holes, and yeah. then they'll go and check back later. And using uh, instrumentation on the back panel, what they're able to determine is it still forms a diffusion pattern by firing one particle at a time. So yeah. the particles somehow know where to go that the other particles haven't gone to yeah. just, just to create the same diffusion pattern. Here's the fucked up thing. When they try to track which hole the particle goes through because it happens at random, it doesn't do it. There's no diffusion pattern that happens on the back wall. And it gets even weirder. Awesome. Gets even weirder. Yeah. So what they did was they tried to, and I don't remember exactly how they do it because I read these things. I, I'm not a professor in it. Yeah. Um, they tried to detect at what point it, air quotes, decides yeah. which slit to go through. And it seems like the particle also knows before it chooses. Yes. So they tried to detect in time when it decides to do this. And it just always knows. At, at, at every point we try to detect how the particle knows where to go, it automatically heads that off. <laughs> yeah. That's impressively awesome. It's crazy. Like, but, but this is this is the principal conundrum of particle physics. You solve that, you solve all of particle that, physics. That's what that's what Schrodinger's cat is all about. Yeah. If you look inside the, the the particle can only be in one state or the other. But if yeah. you look inside the box to look at the, the state, then one of those states is automatically it, yeah, it's automatically gone forever. Yeah. Automatically gone forever. You can't you, that yeah. state doesn't exist. But if you keep that box closed, it's both. It is always both. Oh, if that shit doesn't spook you out, man. Whew, that's reality. That's sci-fi, man. That's my yeah. kind that's, of spooky. That's yeah, I love that shit. So that's that's, I love. I feed See, off of that. But that's why I always jumped on like the things like when we discovered the supposed and they don't know what it is superstructure out in space. There's a galaxy where they, oh yeah, yeah oh there's a Dyson yeah, spheres the, floating the, around the out the there somewhere. Potential Dyson sphere. Yeah, 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 they don't or they don't. Yeah, but we don't know what. I how think they it figured is. out it was asteroids or a planet or no. That was a that was a prevailing theory. I don't know if it's actually been answered yet. No, there was there's still definitely something out there with an irregular orbit. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't, I don't think they know exactly what it is yet. They haven't figured it out yet. It's, I mean, e- it's either a Dyson sphere-like structure, or it's a planet that's been absolutely gutted. God. So, like, it's a sphere that's been absolutely gutted by something. I cannot oh. wait till you guys watch the expanse. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the uh, EM drive is the other one that I've always loved uh, because that's something that we've been actively testing. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah, the one where we're, we're not sure how it actually, why it does propulsion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> So we've come really close, though. I, I I remember this was a while ago. We you and I discussed this a while ago because yeah. you were explaining this thing that someone invented a drive that we don't fucking understand how it works. And I remember looking at it, and as far as I can tell, there are some there are people who who say they under, like there, there is yeah, a known no, phenomenon. It, now. Yeah, it, it's known, but there's something about it that doesn't add up. Yeah, they, they say like they're like we have. The initial, like how it operates, we have the finished product, and yeah, they know that yeah. like both of them are there's like some property yeah, in the middle are, that's affecting it, and we yeah, don't know what it is. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. There's some unknown in the middle, 
We don't know. But yeah. it consistently comes with point A to point B. But it's funny because some of these tiny questions are the ones where if they figure this one question out, they figure fucking everything out, yeah. right? Like, and, and it's these yeah. little problems keep but, popping up in and, science and in modern a, times. And that's the crazy thing is that if we can get the EM drive to, to do what we want it to do properly and we refine its technology down, there's a lot of things that are quote-unquote space-age tech that we will be able to do. Speaking of potential EM drives, <laughs> so the next yeah. YouTube video that I got here Sorry, might be yeah. an example of that. So the U.S. Navy has confirmed in September that the videos that were actually leaked, and I, and I have it further down, the videos that were leaked earlier this year uh, via an effort from uh, Freedom of Information Act and, yeah. and a UFO group, uh, the videos of those UFOs are real. They don't call them UFOs. They call them yeah, uh, unidentified just a names, aerial phenomena. Crazy. But yeah. they, they are 100% real, according to the Navy. Yes. So the U.S. Navy, which is crazy. That doesn't... Uh, they've they've openly admitted in the past, like, you know, a lot of those old videos of UFOs, yeah. they've openly gone, no, they are UFOs, as in... We don't we know what it is. We see that you have filmed this. We have no idea what the fuck they are. Yeah, we're right. going. They don't. They do not. They're not saying that they're aliens. aliens. They're saying they're unidentified. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what they are. So yes. basically, the videos originally came out as part of a story in 2017 from the New York Times, who were aided in obtaining the videos by a UFO disclosure group. So what's depicted in the videos are large tic tac shaped objects hovering, hurtling through the air and over and over the water at 800 miles per hour against 120 knot winds, and then vertically ascending from a dead stop. 12,000 feet into the air in just seconds, also from a hovering position over the water. It's unbelievable what these craft are are, are able to achieve just in terms of sheer Earth physics. It's bizarre. So this is the closest we've ever come to outright disclosure, though, from a government entity of any kind in the U.S. So this is, it's basically disclosure of we don't know what the fuck is out there, but there's something out there. Yeah, this is the one, by the way. I don't really have an answer for it. Okay, so I think I... And I'm not going to claim to I know what this is because I don't. But I have a theory about it. And I think it's a pretty... I don't think it's a very crazy theory. Um, And that is that whenever government organizations uh, or whenever like military organizations get a breakthrough on tech, they don't talk about it. No, God, they don't true. talk about it because it's an advantage if there's a war that yeah, breaks right. out. Absolutely. So, and, and this is not crazy theory or anything like that. You talk to anybody who's worked long enough on like an airbase stuff like that, they encounter yeah. these kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, And that's not just like it's not just like oh we got this really cool craft. No, it's like it's like there's tools and stuff right. like that. There are there are mundane things that we invent that the civilian population doesn't learn about till 10, 15 years later. Right. Um, that because that's when it starts to kind of leak out because other people start inventing it and stuff like that. Like you said, people are not unique. Somebody will eventually. Invent or there's something. a concerted yeah. effort, like there was during the Gulf War. I remember, I remember uh, a lot of new weapon technologies being disclosed back then. Yes. And what was happening was uh, there was actually tops trading cards of U.S. war machines. I'm right. not even kidding. So it's like in terms of like. Wait, that's how we found out about was trading cards, like Abrams tanks and things like that, like super advanced weapons at that time. Yeah, that's how that's how the public was learning about these things. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. But I remember having a pack of them. I got it for the bubblegum, obviously. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, but what I was gonna say though is that um, it is very likely that it is it doesn't necessarily have to be American, but somebody probably has made something somewhere along the line that is a very advanced piece of technology like an aircraft or something like that that's obviously what this is and they were maybe testing it something like that and it gets caught on video yeah 
the thing is like there is a lot of programs out there um, for military craft. That where Look, if it's a military craft, it's U.S. I guarantee it's U.S. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, don't. China's you think it could be Chinese? China's got a lot of technology but, and but a lot of But they're of so labor. focused on on the South China Sea right now. But like, the other thing I too just... is like you cannot you cannot discount. Uh, other countries doing these things because look at it this way, and we ha- we, we can have it's not North Korea. Mm, well, who knows? Maybe they're like really the really guys good can barely even fire a rocket over Japan. Like I don't. Or maybe know that's what they North won't Korea. make you. Well, that's maybe it's what the Schneider, to, it's the Snyder effect. Yeah, they're trying to make you think one way. <laughs> but no, no. In all seriousness, though, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you you may not realize this, but there is actually in recent history a time where Canada had the best avionics. Um, on the market, yeah. I can look see at that. look at the history. Look up the Avro Aero. Yeah, fifties. Yeah. We had a craft that would have been viable to the early two thousands. Yeah, where it was where I guess Russian rockets beating U.S. rockets into space, things like that. Yeah, like there was yeah. times where countries that like they just happen to get an engineering team that does their shit right. Yeah, yeah. And if you get enough monkeys on a typewriter, you're bound to get something. Yeah, if yeah. You, if you if you import or, a, or you motivate a, them properly. If you import yeah, enough enough Nazis right from the war, you can definitely yeah. get a rocket by 1945. There were a <laughs> lot of crazy technologies that the Nazis built. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. there's a lot of crazy uh, see, as in bad, and there's a lot of crazy thing, as in good. You shouldn't call it Nazis because they're like the Nazis ran the government at the time, but they were German engineers. Yeah, German scientists. You're, you're right. you're, you Werner, are They weren't Nazis. Werner von Braun was definitely a Nazi. Nazis a party. You were right. It's like saying the conservatives. <laughs> but Werner von Braun was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he was, but like, he was no, like yeah, on the inner fine. circle, and that's fine. But like, what I'm saying though is like, there's there's a point where you have to go. Okay, not everybody was a Nazi during World War II in Germany. <laughs> not according to Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where my history lesson comes yeah, from. Hell exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So kick him and it, shoot him, man. <laughs> uh, of all the videos, that this was the coolest video, I think, yeah. in my mind. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't um, know all the ones because, we're gonna talk about here. Uh, I mean, there there's that weird sliver of okay, that's very possible that that could be something uh, above over what, and above. What I genuinely hope is that in our lifetime we see the Fermi paradox resolved. So I, I would really like to see that. That is the one thing I, would like I to see. do not want that resolved. So I basically, do. basically I the do. Fermi paradox for people who don't know is is set up. Um, Go watch the Kirkusat video on it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. That's yeah. Kurtzkesakta does yeah. have a video on it that's actually really one. good. And uh, so basically, the Fermi paradox is about the fact that you know here, you know, we we live in an, uh, a universe that's supposed to have you know infinite planets and infinite stars and just you know so there's uh, infinite possibility of extraterrestrial life out there, and yet we've encountered none that we know of. Or you can watch the Expanse. Yeah, or you can watch the Expanse. Oh, God. So, it's a continuation. Am I the only from, one that doesn't want a fucking alien race to find us? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Don't get me wrong. I don't want. I don't want them to find us, or at least not. The I also no. don't want to find out that I'm. I don't want it to be resolved in the other way either. Um, where everything, has where I been... find out we're the only living creatures. Uh, this planet's the only. Because see, that's the only. Fir- the only two ways that Fermi paradox can go is that we are mm. either the most. Okay, there's a third. The Vulcans find us first. Yeah, and there, then we're good. There is only three <laughs> ways this can go. And they all fucking suck. Yeah. One is that we're the only life. Yeah. That's scary and sucks. Yeah. Uh, the other one it's is- a cold, dead universe if we're the only life. Yeah. yeah. And the other one, and honestly, out of all the three, it's probably my, my best one. That still sucks. Uh, the other one is that there are aliens, and likely they'll probably just look at us and go, whatever. Yeah, you're the bar- primitives, you're, move the fuck on. Yeah, you're barely even, you're, yeah. you're barely even a fucking life form. Yeah. Great. That's not what I fucking want. Look, no. look at the way we treated- how many different species? It's weird, are it's weird though that. that we. It's weird that we because we're human. I think we do it, but 
it's it's not a guarantee that aliens are going to show up and they're going to have as trivial a view on death as we do. Right. And that's that's one thing I've I've always been a proponent of that. And I that argument for me also goes to AI. Yeah. Is that everyone just assumes the worst. Yeah. And that what is if, not a given. What if what if, you know, the preservation of life becomes the 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 yeah. main focus, right? Yeah. And and it, ultimately if you do encounter an alien race that's had to travel you know, an absurd amount of space to get here. They're either either going to be about the preservation of life and about exploration and genuinely knowing something, or they're going to be about absolute fucking and utter destru- destruction yeah. and, and, and taking all of our resources. But I don't need that chaos. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, though, to be honest, if they're all about destruction, I think that we would run into the distress of other races that they've done that to before right. we found You're them. right, you're right. So similar similar to Colony, right, where there's a, a race that shows well, up that's well, allegedly even, under distress Well, not from, even that. Like, think war. about, like, the way that drives and stuff like that work. If their technology is even remotely similar, which is no guarantee of of course, yeah. we are likely to intercept radio communications um, that are not intended for us to find, that we would just find them because of the way that space works. See, the other scary one that's kind of involved with the Fermi paradox, it's a potential explanation that solves the Fermi paradox, yeah. is the grape filter. Yes, that What's is. That? Which yeah. that scares they, the they explain that in the, in the video. What's so. that? So the, the grape filter is basically the idea of two potential solutions to the Fermi paradox. Okay. The idea is that there is a grape filter, a literal filter, a great yeah. Either ahead of us yeah, or yeah. behind us. Something that most life, uh, a hurdle that yeah. most life can't bypass. So what that means is that be, the explanation why there isn't life everywhere yeah. that we're seeing yeah. is because either we, th- there is either good news, which is the hurdle is behind us, and yeah. something happened in our past that we somehow overcame that no life has been able to overcome which makes before, us exceptional which makes us exceptional for whatever reason yeah. i don't know what we don't know what that hurdle was yeah, yeah but there's a hurdle there the scarier thought is that there is a hurdle not far ahead of us yeah that will basically no so life makes it past that i think point. i think you know in i do i would actually agree with that point of view because i think just ahead of us there are uh, more existential threats to human existence that we can probably count, and most of them come from outer space, and most of them are things that are that are naturally occurring. So yeah. I'm just I'm I'm, it's going to be interesting to see like if if in our lifetime you know we're able to achieve something like world peace and people are able to band together in a really substantive way, or at least governments working happen. better together. Uh, I think that it'll happen when everyone's on the brink of guys. Death. One one meteor, one big ass meteor is all it takes, and this is all done. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's all over, yeah. dude. Like yeah. it's and that that's what blows me away about people focusing on like the stupid fucking wars and the stupid fucking fights and China focusing on controlling all their fucking people. <laughs> like just don't do it. Like guys, one meteor shows up and wipes this all the fuck out. So if you have any value in your own life or anything you own or any value that you currently possess, <laughs> then you would be pouring all of it into trying to figure out how to fucking protect this planet from a big ass rock or get off yeah. this planet. So, yeah, or get or, off. Or, yeah, <laughs> I don't or, care. Or, I'm yeah. willing to leave. And it realistically, Realistically, here's the here's the trippy thing. It doesn't seem like very long, but we have two billion years. So say everything continued on and we made peace and things went well. We only have two billion years, and then Andromeda Galaxy will meet Milky Way Galaxy. Won't <laughs> destroy then, us. We then, won't even notice. And then and yeah. then and then it's done. We know. So. We won't notice. Yeah, we won't notice. When yeah. the Andromeda Galaxy eventually collides with the Milky what do you Way, mean? we won't notice. How is that even possible? We're the outer distance. The space yeah. between yeah. the the clusters in the galaxy are so fucking vast yeah. that we that the, the the we won't even get so close as to another body of, yeah. of gravitational pull we won't even get close but there's gonna be there's, there's gonna be more like you know uh, celestial bodies entering nope. our space though like some nebulas will be affected and... but we as a yeah. solar system won't even notice interesting it. that's yeah. how big i, I even heard that is. yeah 
Yeah, but no, you're right though, and that's funny because um, as far as the rock thing's concerned, yeah, and yeah, Adam, you're right on that bit. But the uh, it's not even like that is a disputed topic. Everyone in the community that like looks at space is like, yeah, yeah that is yeah. very Dude, high and rocks pass by routinely that we don't catch until they're already here. Yes, this happens routinely. It just happened yeah. like uh, maybe like a month and a half ago. One passed within six hundred thousand miles of Earth, yeah. and it was a city killer. A city yeah. killer. It could have wiped out New York City. Yeah. And, and to be honest, we at this point, it's going to be, nobody's going to do anything until that happens. Yeah. Well, and, it, which it, is it has happened. It just didn't happen over a city. It happened in Tunguska back yes. in the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fact. Yes. So one one hit the atmosphere and exploded over Tunguska, uh, effectively leveling, uh, I think it was something like 180 square miles yeah. of space. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and guys, like... That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's not abs- a, it's not a conspiracy theory. That's it's absolutely not a ghost story. No. Dude, that would wipe out L.A. Hard, that would wipe to hide out San the Francisco. Evidence of an asteroid yeah, that fucking. But, but that's the thing, and you're right because like it's like the folly of humanity is that we cannot band together to deal with actual threats. Right. See, right. you know what strange is I I've, I the name is a little bit ridiculous, but I've always called it the UED theory. Uh, uh-huh. Based on the StarCraft United Earth Directory. Oh, yeah. And the theory is that, there, first of all, there will always be war between everyone. Battle yeah. cruiser operational. Battle cruiser operational. Yeah. Um, there will always find an enemy even among humans. So the way the UED works is the UED is the United Earth Directory. So yeah. the Earth has made peace. Yeah. But what's the first thing they do when they find another set of human beings somewhere else? We gotta fucking kill them, buddy. We gotta fucking kill them. We em. gotta kill them. So what's gonna happen is you're gonna have... I can't wait for you guys to watch The Expanse. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. I'm just so, sitting here smiling like a dumbass. You're gonna have this planet, and eventually the planet will find peace, but yeah. then they're gonna go to war, kind of like uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop style. Right. It'll be a war between Earth and Mars. Mars, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Ex- that's Expanse, too. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and Earth then and eventually Mars. you'll be like, okay, no, the solar system's found peace, oh. but we're going up against another solar system. Oh, when fuck you those secure. guys. Fuck, fuck those that guys. solar system. Yeah, They're not guys, our solar system. The guys system. who live on the diamond planet, that's our fucking diamond, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't I don't personally believe there will ever really be peace among humans. It'll just be no. bigger groupings of peace. No, you're, there won't be peace among humans until we change fundamentally what we are as humans. Which then we're not human, so yeah. there won't be so, peace among humans. Yeah, it will, will be the next evolution of humans at that point. <laughs> anyway. Be it forced by tech or not. Sweet. So yeah, we, you can tell our... our our fear of aliens is I don't want to believe that aliens exist because that's a bad thing. See, I don't view. fear aliens, I fear rocks. That's a good point. At this point I fear rocks. I fear rocks more than aliens, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. rocks rocks, aliens, aliens, rocks we might not have a chance to reason with. Aliens call it fifty fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. They're good or they're bad. Yeah, yeah. We but uh, rocks don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and realistically, there probably already are. If there's extraterrestrials that can travel either through parallel dimensions or straight through the universe in a blink of an eye, then likely they've already been here and they already know about us and they probably don't see us as anything that's yeah. the highway through <laughs> they, our planet. They, they set up an observer de- observation post to move the fuck on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing. So if, if they already know about other life, certainly. Um, but yeah, humans, we all think we're exceptional. So anyway, the next story that we'll talk about is the Elisa Lam elevator video. Mm. So, and then this is this an interesting is sad. one. So it's, it's yeah. so this is a real life scenario that happened. It is a bit tragic. So, so this is a, a, a warning to our listeners that this is a tragic topic that we're about to talk about. But Elisa Lam, she was actually a university student from British Columbia, uh, Canada. Her, her actual name, her Cantonese name, Lam Ho Yi, and her native Cantonese was a Canadian tourist visiting LA's The Cecil Hotel, now known as 
quote, stay on main hotel. So just so you know, it's not even the same place anymore. It's changed since this all happened. suicide. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's got a history. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about the history. So when she went missing from the hotel, seemingly disappearing over the first night of her stay, disappearing completely, like just yeah. vanishing. So even though interest in her disappearance in the following days was taken seriously, her body wasn't recovered until weeks later on February 19th, 2013, where it was found oh. folded into a four by eight water tank on the roof uh, after the hotel residents were complaining about strange tasting water coming out of yeah. the tap. Turns out it was decomposing body, human body water. <laughs> so. Lisa water. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and then... Uh, Lisa flavored water. We were just water. talking about tea. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Le- tea is just leaf water. Nope, this is just Lisa water. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame, man. It's a Lisa shame. Tea. So, Stranger Yet is the video that was released by authorities while the search for her went on. So, the video that's available on YouTube shows Lamb in an elevator security cam acting erratically and ducking in and out of the elevator, seemingly conversing and gesturing towards someone just outside the elevator that we never see. And it looks like almost like a Scooby-Doo moment where she's peeking around the corner, jumping back in and hiding in the corner of the elevator, peeking out again, jumping out and making hand gestures and frantic motions and then jumping back in. So uh, a lot of theories are flying around about what could have happened to her. But likely, my my guess is it would just be like an accidental suicide. I think she was someone who was maybe disturbed. to be honest, I think this is murder. You think it was straight up I'm murder? Rob on yeah, this one. no, yeah. because That's my opinion. the way that she's acting, sure, erratic. But I mean, if you've seen videos of people who act erratic that have like mental illness yeah. and stuff like that, it's not the same. The image it's I had, the, the image I had in my mind is she's being followed, yeah. and she's looking around the corner of the elevator to see someone standing there outside of view, or maybe even looking at her through like maybe a and stairwell she, like, or something. There's a point where she's like literally begging. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Looking outside, her of- hand gestures are extreme. Like she's someone in distress in this. Yeah, and and what's so bizarre about this is the elevator doesn't fucking move. Well, no, she locks it out. First, she goes in, she hits a couple buttons, she locks up the elevator. I thought, I thought so she went. Stays. In, I thought she went in and uh, and was pressing a button to close the door. No, 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 no. She locks it out. Yeah. So that it stays where it is. Why? And then, well, that's the question, right? Because then, why didn't she just take the elevator if she was being followed down to like where the ground people, floor? Yeah, yeah. Right. So there's there's a, obviously a reason for that. Well, they didn't. They did talk about about her and how she did have a history, and she was taking bipolar. medication for bipolar. Right. So there but, could be a tie into that the, with maybe. The but that could make her easier prey as well. Yeah, I, I'm not. Maybe she would. I'm not sure what. Well. She's in distress. Why she would lock out the the elevator can easily well, be explained by. She's in fucking distress. Logic need not apply. Right. But if I know what you're thinking here, and this is obviously the route that the police took when the report, they go, okay, well, like sh- mental illness maybe played an effect oh, here. Don't get me wrong. I, I think she was murdered. Yeah. And, and, and sure, it's possible. But the thing is that she does rational things in the video. They're erratic, but they're rational yeah, they for are. somebody who's yeah, being yeah. chased. Yeah. She goes in the elevator. She keeps it on the floor that she's on for a reason. People who have mental illness can certainly do rational things for irrational reasons, but like the way that her body language is and the way that she, the, her process of how to, how she did things, they seem to fit together too perfectly. It, like, obviously this is just my opinion. Yeah. I don't know a lot of these things, but th- the only way it wouldn't make sense though is if there was no one on the outside that she was conversing with. That's the only scenario in which this would make sense. Right. So, like, we, we have to assume. Show her right, but, but we have to assume that there, that there was someone and that the camera just didn't catch. catch well, yeah. one of the theories that they were trying to go off of 
was that I guess there was a serial killer that stayed at this place. Over well, a- well, wait up, wait up. Oh, let, right, me, yeah. let me let 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 me, me, me read this off then. So this is directly yeah. from Wikipedia. I just didn't feel like rewriting it. But built as a business hotel in the 1920s, the Cecil fell on hard times during the Great Depression of the 1930s and never recaptured its original market as a downtown, uh, as the downtown decayed around it in the late 20th century. Several of Los Angeles' more notable murders have happened at or have connections to the hotel. In 1964, Goldie Osgood, the so-called pigeon Lady of Pershing Square was raped and murdered in her room at the Cecil, a crime that has never been solved. Serial killers Jack Unterweger and Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, both resided at the Cecil while active. There have also been suicides, one of which also killed a pedestrian on the in the front of the hotel. So someone jumped off the roof and crushed did. a pedestrian. So after yeah. recent renovations, it has that, tried to I market. Be terrible, but that's kind of funny. So it's trying to currently market itself as a boutique style hotel, but obviously this kind of history, including that of Lisa Lamb, is really hard to live down. Yeah, I bet that you they don't have a thirteenth floor. Uh, <laughs> it's that kind of hotel, man. Yeah. That kind of hotel. I think uh, the Night Stalker's in the newest American Horror Story on a totally unrelated note. <laughs> oh, funny, oh, funny. <laughs> it plays on a lot of the uh, uh, camping killer. Well, there, uh, there was a hotel oh, season. Yeah. There was a hotel season of American yeah. Horror Story too. No, no, but I was saying this, but that was all this, vampires. This, a- this AHS is uh, all about there's like the slasher camp flick back in like it's like a retro eighties nineties kind of cool. workout kind of thing. I didn't know that. It's good. This I gotta is, see it. I love the last season. Last season, season was great. Good. Yeah, last season was great. Um, we should have watched that for this. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good one. So, anyways, that's Elisa Lamb. Um, yeah, that, that was sad. That was definitely, sad. definitely tragic. That yeah. was that yeah. was a shit story. Can, there is there is the discussion like she was naked in there like they found her naked but they okay. found her clothing inside yes yeah, thing. yeah so uh, okay uh, it would make sense if she got thrown into the and thing. then they're like we need to hide the clothes too no no it makes more sense if they threw her in there to die and then she had a problem keeping afloat so she took off her clothes because that's what would be the first thing that I do as a swimmer because it weighs you down because it weighs you down and makes it hard Could to be. swim yeah yeah okay that, Could be. Uh, to be honest with you as a as like a like diver and a swimmer yeah. the first thing she I could do have been is treading water. Was, to my understanding she was completely naked I probably wouldn't take off my like oh I would any underwear because that's not going to well, affect your life fair. she could have been treading water for but days, then, then again though if she's kicking off her pants really quick underwear I just go with it that's true that's yeah. a possibility I mean like. Yeah, you're not you're not trying to keep the undies on. Yeah. <laughs> you're not worried it's, about it's all, fine, all, being found all, naked. The thing yeah. is, like all fabric takes on water, weight. So, like yeah. you yeah. want to get rid of that and you want to remain buoyant, right? So, yep. the way to do that, clothes come off. So crazy! My man. pride takes a backseat to survival. I'm oh, sorry. I compl- I, yeah, I, but for listeners, I recommend going and watching the video of her in the elevator because it is creepy as fuck. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely a weird one. So we'll move on to a little more lighthearted one here. So this came from June of this year in 2019. Uh, a motion-activated security cam uh, outside a home in Colorado appears to show a child-sized creature walking awkwardly down the driveway in a quiet suburban street around 9 p.m. So, and uh, it looks like basically a creature depicted uh, makes some funny-looking gestures and really does look like Dobby, the house elf from the Harry Potter franchise. Here's the thing. Have you watched the video recently? Yes. Have you watched it very closely? Yes. Did you see the window? No. Okay, so I did. The I remember. On the I remember. Left, I remember. Watch, they, I remember. They're saying that a curtain moves in one of the windows. Not a curtain. Not a curtain. No. No. It's a it's mother. A mother. Yes. Because the way that those cameras pick up things like the individual in the, that's the Dobby or whatever. Yeah. See how they brightly light up like that on the security camera? Yeah. There's only one other time that you see that light and that's when somebody is leaning out of the window for a brief moment. 
Oh, interesting. Go take a look at the video again. Yeah, yeah. It's totally a fake. So, but basically the prevailing theory is just that, that it's the 10-year-old skinny boy who lives at the address just walking down a driveway with underwear on the, his head. The way, you mean the one that smiles like an idiot every time anyone asks him? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. super I, funny. I will give that kid credit. That is a goofy-ass walk, and I love it. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, he looks, I don't think it was their intention, but he looks so much like Dobby the House Elf. So it's so funny. <laughs> he, he's probably just so acting funny. weird one night, and then they happen to see the footage. They're like, ha let's put it up on The video is hilarious where they're interviewing him, and yeah. the, the neighbor girl is there, too. And they're like, so they ask the neighbor girl, they're like, so what do you think? And she's like, oh, it's him with underwear on his head walking down the driveway. And he's yeah. like, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's, it's like, so funny. It's like she's tracking. She's like, no, case. I see him do that every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, this, this yeah. kid does it all the time. He's a little weird. Weirdo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of him at school. <laughs> yeah, no, like this is just this is just the kid. I loved it, man. What a great video though. They came out in June. I loved it. That's such a weird one. So yeah, very, very cool. Really I, random shit. Yeah. It, you know why that kid had to say it wasn't him? Because his parents probably made fun of him and teased him that they found the video and showed him. He's like, It wasn't me. Oh yeah, was it a gremlin? Was it Dobby the house of Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, a little bit more lighthearted for that one, I would say. Yeah. A little more lighthearted. So, more. now, the last one that I have written here is, is is about the hums. So, and these are hums and bangs that have been heard all over the world. Uh, I will splice in a little bit of the audio here from some of the hums just to kind of give people an idea of what they sound like. Uh, but basically, this is a phenomenon that's been going on for years. But a major spike happened in 2017 and 2018. So the noises have been recorded from every corner of the world, as in every corner where there are human ears. In fact, there's actually a you map. Know the world doesn't have corners, right? So it, it's huh? well, it's flat. So there's at least four corners. <laughs> so oh fuck. Oh, so <laughs> fuck off. I'm done. We're done here. <laughs> No, 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 no. We got to finish. We got to finish. So, so the, the, the noises. Oh, I already said that part. <laughs> Sorry. So, so the, uh, Dr. Glenn McPherson, who's a uh, British Columbia-based uh, scientist, has actually constructed an online database to track the locations of all the reported hums, bangs, and booms at the hum.info. So you can check that out to see if there's one that's local to you. However, local to us is a big one. So, and this one is is pretty well known, especially in the region. It's called the Windsor Hum, and uh, it's, it's it's a pretty not a big sex deal. move. It it's is not. <laughs> well, not for you. It's not <laughs> the Windsor Hummer, but it would make a great sex. You move. take a bunch of meth and you. Go... <laughs> that sounds like a Windsor sex move. <laughs> no, that seems oh like a downtown Toronto sex move. Oh my god! But wow. okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's more like a. Maybe a Cambridge or Kitchener <laughs> situation there. <laughs> or outside London. One of those small communities London. outside London. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It's the Mennonites. It's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Zug Island is, is allegedly where this originates from in Detroit. Now, I don't know if you know much about Zug Island. So have you ever heard of it? Zug, Zug. No, I've not, I've, obviously I've never been there because yeah. it's one of those... You can't go there places. It's a it's a one of those you can't go there places. So we do see it when we drive over. There's there's the Skyway kind of going into Detroit past the oil refinery. Yeah, the Marathon Oil Refinery. You drive right by it, and it's to the right of that bridge. So so it's right there. It's a smaller island, but basically it's it's the last vestige of old school industrial blight 
still existing in Detroit. Like it is, yeah. it is an ugly place. Oh, it yeah. is black as night, man. I, like this I, place. Honestly, I think they only, they don't want us to go there because orcs <sighs> work there. Clearly, clearly, this is a place that's being renovated Sorry, what, by orcs to what, create Urukai. Sorry, I, I phase out for a second. Zug Island. Oh, okay. I go yeah, on. yeah. And if if you look at the map of the Detroit River just outside of Windsor, you'll see uh, specifically a a lot of green, a lot of buildings, a lot of downtown area, but also a small black island in the Detroit River that is Zug Island. Yeah. And allegedly, this is a place that's in in, in history been used for steel refinement. Yeah. So they've made steel there. Uh, it currently, when you look at the satellite images that's on Google Earth or Google Maps, you actually see piles of what look like petrocoke on on the on the shore there, which is a, 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 a bitumen byproduct of of refining the oil sands that come from Canada. So oh, okay. likely they're refining some of that stuff at the Marathon refinery there. So so they are at least using it in part for giant piles of petrocoke. So which is kind of interesting. But uh, it's actually unknown if steel is still produced there. No, That's think, the I, weird thing. I think it is. Well, they say it is. Well, and, you're right, because no one... But nobody knows. Nobody knows. And the, the, I looked around online to try and find a report from somebody who works there. No. Or, and I looked on LinkedIn to try and find somebody who, who was connected to it. I, I literally couldn't find anything in my research. What What's the weirdest thing about this is this has been going on since, like, what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, yeah. And the hum is a... Is a, is a Sort of a higher pitched hum that you can hear basically at all places from West Windsor to East Windsor and then a few places in between. You can, I think we could hear it in LaSalle. I've though. never really, I wouldn't say I've claimed to, hear, to, hear, to have ever heard it. The reason I say that is I don't know. I don't think I've heard it. it it's intermittent. Right. Everyone calls it intermittent. It is intermittent. I know a few people who say they have heard it. Yeah. Um, I've lived closer to the sandwich area before mm. and still never heard it okay but I, at the time i was kind of near downtown so it was hard to distinguish the difference between a car a bunch of cars driving sure. by versus sure. this hum so yeah. I, I couldn't tell the difference but to my understanding for those that are not in the area it just sounds like a diesel truck humming or idling outside your house well you can look it up online the, the the sounds are a little bit higher pitched than even a diesel truck so it's because that would be like a low rumbling that you can kind of feel in your chest a little bit this is this is a higher pitched hum oh, yeah? and it, it's it almost sounds like to me it sounds more like um like uh, metal vibrating on some other surface right mm, like okay. i i can't really describe it it's just it's it sounds like it's definitely a vibration of some sort from two materials connecting somewhere but it it doesn't make sense that it would be steel because it goes on for hours and hours at a time. I don't know. I don't know what the steel processing um, process is. To, to be honest with you guys, like a lot of this is probably just manufacturing. Yeah. Like there's a lot of manufacturing probably. plants. And like think about the way like the, the stacks are that come out of them. Like sound comes out of those stacks. Right. And, and res- you need right. the right around it. Like it, it's not like, yeah, it, it can hit the stack and then resonate throughout the stack and do like super troughs of, of audio. Yeah, and, yeah. And like the, there's so many audio phenomenons that people just don't understand because like they don't go into audio right. and learn things. But like, I mean, even from like location audio stuff in film that I've learned, like honestly explains a lot of this shit. The, like, oh, it's probably. just like yeah, yeah. interesting like, thing about this. And I'm not saying it to be all knowledgeable. But oh, here's the, here's the interesting thing about this. This is what I find curious about it. Yeah, we. The University of Windsor has done tests. They've put microphones everywhere. Yeah. They've done. It's coming from Zyg Island. We all fucking yeah. know this. This is not in question. Um, so then they started to try and get information from the, the I forget the name of the company that owns that mill on Zyg Island. They try to pull yeah. the information, but because it's in the States, they have no legal recourse to get it. Yeah. Right? Because University of Windsor is Canada. Yeah. Zyg Island is the States. 
So they can't actually force the states to do it. Supposedly, the government of Canada has tried to, or like the local Windsor has tried to force the data. But here's the deal. No human being that works on Zug Island has come out and gone, yeah, it's because we have a giant fucking grinder that, you, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one no one has spoken from that place and explained what goes on there. I mean, the answer is they do steal. We know that. Yeah. But why? Why is this resonation? I'm sure there's an engineer who there must know, but no mm-hmm. one's come out and said it. And if you look at all their signs, it's like, no, no, this is government protected property. Like, you're not allowed to fucking go here. Hmm. So it, it creates this air of mystery that... Well, the weird thing is, is some of the some of the theories that prevail say it comes from like the blast furnace uh, at the plant. But here's the thing: like I I I spent my high school years uh, in a place called Delta, Ohio. Delta, Ohio has not one but two massive steel plants, so just on the edge of town, and uh, and not uh, at one point I think we lived four miles away from these plants, and another time I think we lived probably less than two and a half miles away from these plants. And, and honestly, I never like every now and then would hear big bangs coming from there as things were cooling or dropping or accidents happen or whatever the case yeah. may be. But never once did I hear a hum and these places are high production facilities. Hmm. So uh, honestly, like I, I don't know, man, I, I think it's strange. I, th- I think there's probably something that they, that, that, it, that is drilled down into the ground underneath those plants. That's just a part of whatever it is they do there. And, and that's likely what's vibrating, but it's gotta be something that could also be that, the fact that it's going over water. That's true too. Yeah. yeah. That's true too. Yeah. 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 The vibration happening over the water and all the ridges in the water sort of, uh, amplifying that. I can see that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, they, it, the mystery there isn't necessarily where it's coming from. We know it's coming from the mystery. There's a, no one from that side has fucking spoken up. Yeah, that's the mystery. It's like, why? Yeah. What the fuck? Just say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're over here on the river, like, waving, like, hey, if we can hear it, <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> and yeah. they're just not answering. The they best part care. is there is a hilarious, in the video you, you sent it, or no, sorry, I was looking at it. It wasn't even a part of the ones you sent. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at this video about it. Oh, yeah, you go into a black hole of videos watching this shit, man. Yeah. Whew. And I, I started watching, there's one Canadian guy who's leading of the Facebook group or whatever. He's a Canadian guy trying to, and his statement was very Canadian of him. We don't need it to stop. We just want to know what it is. eh? like if we could just know, and you could just say, Hey, we're working on trying to shut it. We're sorry about that. eh? that's all I need to feel good about it. Yeah. Like it was just a very Canadian thing. Like, listen, we just want to know that you know about it. And that at least that you're trying to do something about it. To- that's it. To be perfectly honest, if people really want to know what it is, uh, take a hint from the Area 51 idiots, but instead of just running at the plant, get a bunch of drones. Yeah. It's oh, not lots prote- of drones. It's not protected airspace, no, probably. Lots of drones in Windsor. It's not protected airspace. So yeah. then, I mean, I'm saying that this is super illegal. Don't do it. I am not yeah. encouraging anyone to do this. <laughs> Dude. But if if I was planning it, I would just get like 20 it's- drones, fly yeah. them over yeah. there with audio equipment, and fly them back. Funny enough, too, in South Windsor, we also have the salt mine, too, the Morton salt mine. So, like, yeah. and I, I even know what that sounds like when they do blasts yes. underground. So, I've heard that. I felt that. Like, oh, it's, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because yeah. I've been close before. Oh, I've been, okay. like, pumping gas and I felt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, it's it's definitely like, I, like, the hum is just, it's like nothing else. It's like nothing else that I've experienced from industrial areas that I've lived near. So, which is really strange. So, Though, in all honesty, we should be less concerned about this audio pollution. We should be more concerned about the actual fucking yeah, pollution. Yeah, probably. Oh, totally. Yo, absolutely. Air man. pollution in yeah, this yeah. area is I not mean, we're good. also talking about Detroit, which is a, a, a city mean, a not, city of people who are even refusing to let Canada build them a free fucking bridge. So, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah. I mean, like, we don't have anything on Sarnia. Sarnia's got really shitty air pollution, but, like, we got not great air pollution. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's like, there's a reason why our cancer rate's so high. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Like, what's that called? There's, like, um... <laughs> shitty air? <laughs> no, no, there's a there's a place in Windsor where they have, like, absurdly high cancer rates compared to the rest of Windsor. I can't remember what it's called. Oh. I'll have to great. look it up. Let me know so I don't move Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's, it's not where Let you me live. know so I don't live there. Is that it's, what you're saying? It's, it's, yeah. it's not in East Windsor either. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember where it's yeah, at exactly. Yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to give me this information and I go, fuck, my house is right in the middle of that. Yeah. Amanda, we're moving right the fuck No, you know now. where it is? It's it's behind, um, I think it's behind those businesses on Howard. So between like Howard and like EC Row, be in between like, so you got like Howard, EC Row, and then like, um, anyway, I'll explain it later. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, I think there's a house on my street up for sale. Oh, really? Yeah. And also, there's a, some new buildings being built across the way from there. I don't know why we're talking about this on a podcast. Guess we're okay. all moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never said where my where my house is. I, I've, I liked his I like his house, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've it always is wanted nice. like, something nice. like it. Yeah, so. it's very nice. I've been, I have him keep an eye on the area yeah. for me. Hell yeah, man. Cool. And that's actually all the videos I got, guys. That's all the spooky stuff. Nice. Yeah, all yeah. spooky and mysterious stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, the majority of these spooky videos, like, whenever I watch, like, ghost story stuff, things like that, a lot of the time I end up rolling my eyes because when you, and I think a lot of people that come from a film background will agree, when you see how a lot of these things play out, you're like, yeah, I know how to replicate that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff about these things where it's just, like, it's a lot of um people effectively trolling other people but the problem is that stems from this is that when people do this as a joke or as something like hey look what we can do um there are a lot of people who are unfortunately not as um well off i don't want to say intelligently because that's not really what the application is here but like people who are more gullible um yeah. suffer uh yeah. very much from these kinds of things yeah, if, yeah. even just from anxiety yeah. Uh, but like, it's like, that's like a legitimate problem. Well, I, I think what a lot of people need to understand, like, look, if, the, if this stuff definitely gives you anxiety or anything, you know, unknown or mysterious does, once you start asking questions, you automatically begin taking that power back. Yes. So, and you should always do that. So if there is something that scares you that you've heard on this podcast today, that's my recommendation to you. Yes. Start asking questions. So take that power back. Educate the more yourself. you know about it, the more control you have over it. So. Yeah. Yep. There um, are definitely plenty of things that are, air quotes, unexplained that occur that mm. either someone hasn't come forward and explained it because they don't want to, because it's meant to be a secret yeah. or that there's a natural phenomenon that may be explained, but at the time there's not enough information to link it to that phenomenon. And so we don't actually know a lot of these old military UFO sightings and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're UFOs. UFO has this terrible idea that it gets linked to aliens. Yeah, Every time you yeah. say UFO, like, no, it's just that we don't know what the fuck did it. Yeah, break break down the words unidentified flying object. Yeah, it could be literally a fucking kite. Yeah, like it, like that. Yeah, we don't don't know. But I don't mind looking at these mysteries. I think it's a good thing that people look at these mysteries and try and identify them. I mean, it's how we get awesome shows. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) True. Very true. But I don't think it's reasonable to immediately always jump to panic. It's a fucking alien. We should panic. Because I'm a proponent of Occam's razor, which is if there are two solutions, they both both equally explain it as well. But one is a simpler Simpler, solution. It's a simpler solution, yeah. Then you go with that one. That's right. What are the odds that, oh, yeah, this Tic Tac was flying in space and it flew up randomly or... 
or maybe it was just this. I, I don't know what it could have been, but it, what is it that is maybe just camera camera malfunction, camera malfunction, atmosphere like, atmosphere phenomena, an entire yeah. alien species thing technology came from vast. That's a of lot space. more complicated. It's a lot more complicated. Yeah. It's yeah, not totally. likely that. It's likely they're already here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably they're already remember. among us, and they live in kingdoms in the sea, and that's where the history of Atlantis. And comes they from. own Facebook, and they <laughs> they wear human skin, and they're your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Show up at like congressional hearings and act like they know how to drink water, yeah. <laughs> like like Mark Zuckerberg. I do human like the things. Zuck. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. human things. Yeah. I also like consuming. Is this water you consume? <laughs> I will attempt to drink it. <laughs> That's how the Zuck does it. <laughs> now for some human music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. It has beat. See, scientifically accurate. You like color? No, only blue and white. <laughs> oh my god, we're getting kicked off. Finally, this was it. We the last episode. Chinese government. This episode, Facebook. We're done. If you don't hear back from us, you know what happened. Ah, Either the aliens or the Chinese government. No, um, the one thing though, too much. Like with that, like uh, Fata Morgana and and a lot of these other things, these different like oh, like oh, I saw like an alien or oh, I saw um stuff like that. I think a lot of it is probably attributed to false memory. Totally. Um, totally. And if you don't know what that is, I think there's a show on Netflix called The Mind Explained. And they actually do an episode on it. Cool. Right. Um, so uh, one of those things, educate yourself. False memory is a, a legit thing. And it's actually kind of scary. There's an entire... So have you ever heard of Vsauce? Um, I, I think so, yeah. So Vsauce's okay, so name sounds familiar, but I don't know. Vsauce is a channel where uh, this guy... Glasses guy? Good, yeah. I know who it is. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually forgetting his real life name. But he, it started off, the YouTube channel started off where he just sort of discusses random things he discovered. Because what he did, his job, I don't know if he still does it, but his job at the time was he worked for Google and his job was to identify the next big thing. Yeah. The thing that Google should go after next. Yeah. Uh, not actually not actually do the research, but point them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. he's just like essentially an ideas guy. He was an ideas guy, yeah. And so he would do sh- research. He just had a breadth of knowledge of yeah. random shit. Yeah. And that's what his videos which, were. Which, by the way, awesome fucking job if you ever get it. Oh, I, very few people can. So yeah. he would just travel the world, talk to different people, you know, kind of identify the shit. Yeah. And so that's he would just take this knowledge of things that Google didn't care about or know that he learned. Yeah. And spew it out onto YouTube. And he had a YouTube series that you have to pay for, mm. which is phenomenal. One of the episodes, it's a lot of cool phenomena where it does a lot of tests. Yeah. He, one of my favorite episodes, he tests, you know, the, the, tra- the railway is coming. There's one person on this track and three people on this track. The railway is going towards the three people. Do you flick the switch to kill one versus the three? Mm, mm. The moral question. It's, it's a huge moral question of what would humans do? And he actually tests that. That's cool. Really? It's great. But he does another test where he tests and tries to force fake memory on people. And he successfully does it. Interesting. Yeah. Multiple awesome. times. Interesting. So to lead you to your conversation of false memories do exist, we can implant false memories easily. Well, that's like um, like a lot of people uh, look at like events where they argue with each other in the end of a fight and nobody actually remembers what the fight is about anymore. Yeah. They, they believe they know, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happens a lot of time, shit. I think, in, in conflicts too. I and mean, I think, that sounds that sounds more sort of rewarding and technical than my favorite YouTube channel. See, <laughs> is it okay to microwave this?
Oh, and they gosh. get sky and microwaves things. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like the whole does it blend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the guys who climb the tower and just drop shit off. But yeah, I really <laughs> I did like guys. your idea of I bought a six hundred dollar computer chair and you're like, Will it blend? Fuck you, it won't. <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it. First thing I said. <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs> it's like Rob's not coming over. <laughs> Rob just shows up with a giant blender. So uh, we're going to test science, right? Fuck you. Get out. <laughs> oh, shit. I'd do it, too. Um, it blends. Everything blends. No, actually, uh, kind of a fun little tangent. I forgot. I forgot. I'm watching this. Um, Hip Hop Evolution. Have you guys been watching that? Not Netflix? Actually, I, wa- I watched it before you did. Oh, no, did you? I just didn't mention it to you. Oh, okay. Well, I, didn't think I didn't think you'd care. Ah, I love it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no, the whole thing with uh, Tupac, I actually was wondering. I'm like, does that like a, a huge false memory get? Like where he believed that it was everybody on the uh, East Coast was gunning for him, legitimately. Like legitimately. No, I don't think oh. so. And I then, think that was what happened after. Well, no, that's what I'm saying though. He became very paranoid, right? And Did I was he really, wondering. Though? Yeah, and I was wondering if it maybe was because he was re- misremembering how things went down. Oh, but, but I mean, really either way, s- either way, sad. That yeah. whole that whole East versus West Coast thing totally, is really sad. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. So we'll end on that note. No. <laughs> that sad hip hop note. Yeah. How did we get here? Oh, okay, I'll, I'll lend you on a slightly better, sure. higher, upstreak people dying story. I'm only two awesome. episodes away from finishing that series, by the way. So, okay. far. so I'll, I'll end it with one person, one more person dying. And this is a good thing? Yeah. Okay. Sharn. Oh, okay, the Sharn thing. So we have a mission. So Scott, who's known for... Wait, and we're take, talking about... take 10 seconds to explain what the fuck... Yeah, we're talking about, about Pathfinder or d We're talking about Pathfinder okay. 2. Pathfinder 2, okay. Yeah, we started our first can- our first campaign in they this. They call that Pathfinder Dos in uh, <laughs> yeah. Mexico, in Mexico. Oh, God. So I'm just it's... trying to help. I'm just trying to help, guys. <laughs> You're not. It's all I can contribute. <laughs> <laughs> Go over there and take your notes. <laughs> Make <laughs> your <laughs> notes. <laughs> um, so Scott is DMing, which is... Scott is known for being a DM that takes many lives yeah, yeah. in the game. Um, I've heard this. But very f- skilled skilled fair it's just mm-hmm. he's just known for it it's a very realistic world and very dangerous it's just yeah, the way he plays i'm the scott of my online group by the way oh, fair enough <laughs> but it's always good you always have a good time so we he hasn't dm'd for in a long time he hasn't even played in a long time he finally came back for this so we're all excited to play mm-hmm. and we get put into a, we have a very very simple mission as a group go get this bugbear survived a battle go get the bugbear bring it back so we can question it yeah Bug, it. bugbears are sentient yeah, they're like big goblins. Okay, they're yeah. they're just big, burly. Cool. They're, they're just slightly <laughs> dumber than orcs. Okay. Goblins that had sex with a giant of some kind and thus bugbears. <laughs> yeah, kind of sweet. Yeah. So that that's our job. So we go down into literally the sewers of this massive city, and we're treading through shit, literal shit, up to our waist. Fun. We fight a shit monster. That cannot not be. That's awesome. Um, uh, what's it? The fuck. Pleasant. No. Um, Medical term for being clean. Oh, yeah, 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 sterile. Yeah, let's go with that. It wasn't yeah. what I was thinking. So, but... Yeah, we had to deal with that. We had to deal with cleaning up your wounds, making oh. sure when you have a cut open wound, you're letting shit just get inside your wounds. It was, it was nasty. So we get all the way through this. We fight. <sighs> that was an element of this, was shaking yeah, in your that wounds. Sucks. Yeah. Keep going. Of course. Damn. You got you caught, the, caught the botulism. Yeah. <laughs> so we fight this shit monster. Uh, then we move on. We fight E. coli is the real enemy. You know that, right? E. coli. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the fucking cholera, man. <laughs> and then we, we, so we fight this, this skeleton thing. Fine. We find the new secret door. And we, okay, we eventually find the bugbear we're looking for, but it's dead on the ground. Fuck. We're like, shit. He's already dead. Because he was wounded. We were chasing a yeah. wounded creature. 
I'm like, fuck. The question, the question I asked early on, and maybe I, I clued Scott into it, but I'm like, how the hell did this bugbear survive this journey that we're taking to follow it? Yeah. Through all these, turns out it fucking didn't. That explains <laughs> a lot. So as we're investigating, <laughs> Paul's character is kind of the, he's a cleric, and yeah. clerics now no longer wear heavy armor. They're just really. Yeah, they're they're cloth. They're, they're kind of like wizards. Butt I naked. Didn't even realize yeah, they're that. just butt naked. They're just butt naked. Run around. But I mean, anyone can wear armor and gas now. So hey. kind of. Uh, so yeah, so he goes to investigate the body because he's the cleric. You know, do medicine checks, yeah. check the body, and immediately as he does this, this giant like gooey arm lashes around his throat. Yeah. Grapples him and strangulates him with because it's a thing around his neck. It's just the ability this creature has. It's got a ten foot reach. We're all level one. And he immediately scuttles out of our range, and no one has ranged. <gasps> so this I thought you had an archer no. in your party. Nope. Oh my god! Amanda was a ranger, but she was a melee ranger. Osher had two abilities. He used up two of them already. He had like one ranged ability, which he already used up, and he really didn't have much to do against it. Well, that's funny because I was planning on playing an archer, so. Oh, yeah, no. So he was trying to, like, <laughs> peck at it, but not wow. do much. Yeah. And so this thing just takes Paul's character, lifts him out of sight, and we all kind of look at each other and go, eh, get the bugbear's <laughs> body and leave because there's nothing we could do. He <laughs> 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 just died. He just strangled and died in the air. The thing took it back to it, took Paul's body back to the nest, and we all kind of went, I guess we'll get it tomorrow. He's dead. <laughs> bugbear back all the way and our boss is like why the fuck did you bring me a dead bugbear get the fuck out of here I don't even care anymore (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a really great mission for you it was great congratulations we're all covered in shit we bring a corpse back and our boss is like why did you bring the corpse back I don't I can't investigate a corpse fuck off that, that, that is a better note to end this episode on. Yeah. <laughs> I like so that. Paul's character died. Paul's character red-shirted. So you know what you need to do is you need to go find another bugbear, tell it what to tell your boss, and be like, yeah, we found the bugbear. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thought about it. It's like, we, we just made up our own narrative. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we've been recording for nearly three hours tonight. Woo-hoo. So we, oh. we, have, we have done the works. That is it. For I could go for another three. <laughs> so that's, that's, yeah, actually, it's been fun. Uh, so that's it for episode uh, 64.5 or 65. Have it your way of Rona Geek and Fisher podcast, the spookiest, most mysterious episode we've ever done. So pretty excited. We're not very good at spooky or mysterious. We're not. We? So We're not. I, I think we pulled it off. We're gonna we're gonna commenting on shit. Well, I think we got pretty passionate during the science talk, so I think people will really dig that. Or they won't. Let or us know. Or they won't. Yeah, let us know. Right, that's at rotageek.com or rotageekofficialpod at gmail.com and let yeah. us know how much you hate it. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Alex Austin signing off and Night Plubby and Adam. Rob. Talk to you later. Happy oh, Halloween. Thanks.